Yo, 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 what is good? It's your boy Heat Moore, joined by my co-host Rustin Stewart, and this is the From New York to the Shop podcast. Russ, what's good, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right over here, man. How you doing, B? I am chilling. I'm chilling. So, uh, you know, it's good to be back another week. So, you know, we have to start off every week with rustin's instagram so we need some music to to we need for, for the instagram saga music we need like some kind of ominous dark kind of music like dun 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 like what's going on with your instagram this is week four man it's it's been a month now so this is the month mark so what's been going on with your instagram i have nothing b yo this is one of those situations where i don't even know where to go man i'm gonna go to new york tomorrow and try to link up with some people that I know that have gotten hacked before and they can maybe tell me the secret into getting your Instagram back. So, you know, right now I'm just enjoying it though, man. I'm going on Twitter a little bit more now, but at least Twitter I can read articles. You know, I'm not so just looking at cheating? other people living though? a life. I feel like that's cheating because like you, you're not completely detoxing from Instagram. Like the whole point of like you off Instagram, you're supposed to use this time to just like completely kind of detox and get your mind right. But I feel like you're cheating by like using Twitter. Are you substituting Twitter for Instagram? There, there is a little substituting going on. But like I said, it's just not looking at people's life and highlights of their life. You know, I'm actually reading articles. So, you know, right. CNN, I follow CNN. I'm reading those articles. I'm reading articles about sports. It's not just looking at people's lives. So, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm completely not, you know, checked into my phone, but it's not nearly as much B as when I was on Instagram because I would spend probably like an hour and a half just just scrolling man just rolling through people's lives man so you know it's a little different now and you know i'm not so like you know when you're out and about and as soon as you know your friend goes to the restroom or your girlfriend or the girl that you're dating goes to the restroom you reach for the phone and check the instagram i'm yeah. not doing that anymore b you know so, i'm not so your i'm not as media. attached to my phone so it's a bit more substantive in terms of uh, the, the the social media that you do consume right now. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And that's a, I got you. It's a big drop, B. It's a big drop. I'm not as attached to my phone as I was before. So, you know, eventually I'll get my Instagram back. A couple of friends have told me that they, they missed my videos. So it, it's nice to be missed. But, you know, I'm good without it, man cool cool well uh i have an update to report we got a beach volleyball update we got our oh, first did, win did win we got oh our first win. i would clap but it messed up the sound so i'm not gonna clap <laughs> we 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 have our first win to report um should have won more should have won should we we okay. played three games we we only won one so we lost two and uh i gotta i gotta report uh, the the two game the team that we played russ they only had five players they didn't have all six uh -oh. so they they beat us two oh, games <laughs> they beat oh, us wow. two games with only five players <laughs> but oh, man Damn. you know they it looked like they had played together before so even with it with, with only okay. with only five players i feel like they had played with each other before so they um they kind of knew what they were doing a little bit more, but we still we we okay. pulled it out. 
We it's not like we got swept. We won the last game. Really should have won. We really should have won the second one as well. But we we won the, at least we did get a win. It's not like last week where we came out completely empty-handed. So still a little disappointed that we lost to a team with only right. five players twice. But the fact that we did yeah, sometimes you just got to get that first win in order to get the yep. ball rolling. So you know, exactly. it's better than nothing. It's better than losing. Have- it's better than losing it. You know, you guys got a gentleman sweep, you know, like I got swept yeah. by, you know, how they say it's a gentleman sweep. So, you know, I mean, maybe now that, you know, you guys are, you know, know what it feels like to get that W so we can get more. Hopefully I'm rooting for y'all. Now, is it peaceful out there or is there like shit talking out there, B? Nah, it's really good sportsmanship, really good sportsmanship, okay, good. really just a lot of fun being had, you know, honestly. And, um, you know, we, we at least got a point for the standings because you count every win counts so that okay. even though we only won one game, we still got a point in the standings. So, uh, you know, now, um, you know, I, I won't be there this week because obviously I'll be traveling and we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But um, hopefully my team can pull out some wins without me. I hope so. Oh, uh, I and we'll so we'll see. Like you <laughs> we'll said see. before, you were, you were the best volleyball player on the team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, and, you know, you know me, you're a good you're a good basketball player. But, you know, like you said, you did say it that you're not a volleyball player. So good thing you have athleticism to to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, the team steps up, you know, we, you know, and you know what? Sometimes when somebody's out, that's when people step up, you know, it's next man up. So, you know, we may uh, have up. some really good performances and um, I'm glad we did get that win because it, we had some weather last week and we literally finished our last game about five minutes before this torrential snow uh, i mean snowstorm rainstorm and they uh and they cancel all the games so we had a six o'clock game they cancel all the remaining seven o'clock games for that entire uh evening so i'm glad that we did get that first win in before the storm came so uh we got a win in the stands and um we have a win in the standings and uh you know hopefully uh that's uh, we can start building so we can make the playoffs because all you got to do is get to the playoffs russ you get to the playoffs and anything who knows can what can happen playoffs right anything can happen anything in the playoffs in the playoffs man yeah. so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're, we're rooting for you man i like the updates man i'm glad you guys got your your first win got your first win under your belt now you guys are gonna take the 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 league by storm man so shout out to Indie Team 77. That's the squad. So uh shout out to y'all cuz uh you know it's uh it was it's it's good times. It's always good times to be had and and I love the improvement. So uh keeping uh, in mind Now let me the, ask you before we let let me ask you before you move on. Are they fans of the show? Nah, not necessarily. I haven't told him I haven't told him about the show. I haven't told him about the show. Okay. But I will it's tell him. I will tell him about the show. But I don't know. Should I tell him about the show? Because I'm like basically saying I'm the best volleyball player on the team. I mean, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think what's understood doesn't need to be explained. But I mean, but still, I mean, right. you know, sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I get that. I get that. I mean, I'm clearly <laughs> Maybe the best hold off on telling on the team. About the show. I mean, I, I don't right. think, I think that I think anyone they know it too. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so I have no problem with that. But shout out to Indie Team Seventy Seven. Hopefully they get a win tomorrow, shout out. and I will yes. be back next week. Um, so keeping in mind with the sports theme, we had some big news this week uh, in the NFL. Russ, uh, did you hear that Cam Newton was released, just completely, completely cut by? the new england patriots like did you hear about this news and if so what's your reaction russ yeah i did hear about that and i think cam pretty much brought it on himself right so i've been looking at a lot of news sports shows and it's kind of like how i pass my time be but they were saying that matt jones his replacement or his backup it wouldn't even been close if Cam was vaccinated, right? So you remember how Cam had to step away from the team for like five days. Well, during that five days, Matt Jones is getting reps. He's getting reps. He's getting reps. And similar like Tom Brady back in the day, he took advantage of those extra reps. So now Belichick is looking like, mm, we don't really, we really, really don't need Cam. And you know, Cam's a wild card. Like, you know, his last great season was when he took the Carolina uh, Panthers to the Super Bowl. But ever since then, Cam has been kind of like a shell of himself. And, you know, he dresses like really out there. And he just seems to be kind of like a wild card now, B. So I can see Belichick saying, yo, let's just go with Matt Jones. He's reliable because that's what they kept saying on these sports shows is Belichick is a routine guy you know he wants to be able to rely on his players and cam not getting vaccinated and having taken taken a step away man that really hurt him because matt jones give him his credit he, he took advantage of the opportunity now bill belichick has often he well he's famously said that dependability is more important than ability and as you just mentioned uh cam was forced to be away from the team for five days due to a misunderstanding of the league's COVID protocols and like you said during those five days he missed three practices now Apparently, Cam went to Atlanta to have a doctor check an ankle injury, and he also wanted to see his children. Now, the team approved the visit, but it violated the protocol because he left Foxborough uh, without being tested. Now, we don't know for a fact that Cam Newton is not vaccinated but all signs would point to him being unvaccinated because while he said earlier this summer that he didn't care to share his vaccination status uh his absence indicated that he is not fully vaccinated because fully vaccinated players are only tested once every 14 days and they don't face travel restrictions personnel who are not fully vaccinated must undergo testing through the nfl's approved lab every day and they do face travel restrictions so even though we don't know for sure 100 uh, cam newton's vaccination status all signs will point to the fact that he is not vaccinated so my question to you russ is do how do you feel about a player losing their job because it, there's a difference between Mac Jones winning the starting position and getting first string and Cam Newton Cam Newton becoming the second string quarterback so essentially Cam getting benched 
there's a difference between him getting second string and being benched but still on the team and him being completely cut and basically out of the league at this point so how do you feel about the fact that because someone chooses not to get vaccinated that they completely lose their job what are your thoughts on that say cam newton was a doctor or a school teacher right a lot of these places now a lot of these jobs you have to become you have to get vaccinated right so i think that it's just not him being not vaccinated it's the fact that cam newton has been kind of on a downhill since about two years ago right last year he didn't do himself any good by not really playing well for the new england patriots i mean this is the first time since brady left that they didn't make the playoffs so i think that has to be factored in to be that Cam Newton needs to prove himself. I doubt that if Cam Newton was coming in there balling, he would not have lost his job. And I'm not worried about Cam Newton not coming back to the NFL. I mean, there's talks talks that Jerry Jones will go out and get him because that's kind of like his ammo, like MO that he goes well, after Dallas players back that, quarterback. And Dallas needs a backup quarterback. So I think that would be a great fit. And Dallas is on hard knocks this year. So that would be like perfect for ratings. You know, Jerry Jones on the phone calling Cam Newton's agent or talking to Cam and then bringing him in. And you know, Cam's going to have something crazy on <laughs> while he's talking to Jerry Jones. So, you know, I think that Cam Newton's going to get picked up by a team and I'm not really a Dallas Cowboys fan, but I think that would be very interested and interesting to see Cam Newton on the Dallas Cowboys. So, yeah, I think Cam Newton, if he would have played better, we would not be having this conversation, even despite him not having being vaccinated. So you don't think not being vaccinated was the final straw in Cam Newton being completely cut from the New England well, Patriots? Like you said earlier about Belichick loves dependability, right? Cam Newton didn't take the steps that he needed to take to be depended on. And I think Belichick was just like, you know what? Cam Newton, we had him last year. I don't think that Belichick was ever crazy about Cam Newton. Well, and Cam caught COVID last year and... Yeah, he had he COVID last, last year, yeah. and he was out. And once he came back, he did not do great, but those could be from the lingering effects of COVID. But he actually did have like 12 rushing touchdowns like last year. You know, so he actually did he didn't have a bad season when he came back. He just obviously and we have it to wasn't. remember too that there that there wasn't any preseason last year, too. So that's a big factor. Right. Right. But I think ultimately Cam Newton, you know, did himself a disservice, Brian, by not getting vaccinated. I mean, that's the world that we're living in now. You know, I mean, they can't make you get vaccinated, but they can definitely take money off the table if you're not vaccinated. So you're fine I mean, with it, though. At, but in, you're fine in, with in, it. In, if, he, if he lost yeah. his job because he wasn't vaccinated, you're cool with it. 
Yeah, I mean, this is that. I mean, in order to get over this pandemic, be. I mean, we have to we have to take some responsibility. And hey, if you want to make the millions, if you want to make the money, then you need to go out and get vaccinated. That's just how I feel. And and if I mean, that's the state that we're in right now. I mean, Equinox in New York City and all over. If you're not vaccinated by September 13th in in um, New York City, you can't train at Equinox. So. You know, that's kind of like where we're at right now. How do you feel about it? Uh, well, I, I I agree with you. I think that the fact that he wasn't playing well had a lot to do with it. But, you know, losing your job because you're not because you choose not to do it. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. You know, they they get paid a lot of money. So if you know if you're going to be paid millions of dollars in order to do a job, but you just have to be vaccinated, common sense would tell me to just get vaccinated. But I don't know his reasons for not doing it. And that's the thing. Like it could be. I don't know if there are religious reasons or religious belief. I don't know what his reasons for not doing it are. So I would probably have to have this conversation with cam and ask him exactly what uh his hesitation for being vaccinated is in order to kind of make that decision but without having that conversation with him i mean i, I don't necessarily know i mean he, he could have a reason for not for not wanting to do it so i have no idea so yeah uh, but and, anyway and i mentioned this in a previous previous show be you know if you're a parent and you want to send your kids to school you got to get the shots before they can go to school so, I mean, everybody does that because there's a lot of kids in school. So I think that this is a new thing that is it's not going it's not going away. B. So this is where we're at. And if you want to go to restaurants, if you want to do any kind of indoor activity in certain states and cities, you have to show a vaccination card. Right. Well, good luck to Cam Newton. Hopefully he finds a landing spot with another NFL team and uh, we will stay tuned with that. So moving along, Russ, um, like I said, man, I'm uh, I'm I'm doing a little traveling this week. I'm I'm headed to Miami. You will be headed to New York City. I will be headed to Miami. Uh, So I wanted to ask you, are there any things that you have to do before you travel like when you're getting ready in your preparation to travel to leave the city are there any things on your to-do list that where you say you know what i have to get this done before i leave i have a couple so i i don't know if it's just me or do you have anything like that uh that's a good question b there i'm very the older i get b I noticed that I'm so routine and there's things that I have to do in order for me to feel comfortable. So before I travel, I have to clean my apartment because I can't come back from vacation or anywhere to a dirty apartment. I have to get a cut. You know, I got to get my cut. I got to get, you know, my outfit ready for the airport. Uh, what else do I have to do? Like when I was working for Equinox before the pandemic, it was really frustrating because I'm only getting paid B if I'm working. 
So, you know, I would tell all my clients that I was leaving like on Thursday. So, you know, I have all week to get my 21, 22 sessions in. But then if I'm leaving like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, I have to cram all my clients in in those three days, four days. So when I come back, I have a check. I don't miss those days at all. So now it's a little different now because I can do everything virtual. So I can be on vacation. I can be anywhere and still make money by training my clients virtually. But yeah, I mean, I have to clean my apartment before I leave. I have to wash clothes. I have to get a cut. And I think that is about it of all the things that I have to do. Well, with me, the the one thing, and it's funny, is the first thing you said we have in common. I have to have my house clean. Like, I have to have my dishes washed. Yep. The kitchen has to be clean. The bathrooms have to be clean. The bedrooms, like my house pretty much has to be spotless. Like, I'll literally stay up until three in the morning, like the night before a flight, just cleaning my place. Right. Because one I want to come back to a clean place, but two, God forbid, if anything happened, I wouldn't want people coming into my house and be like, man, this dude was living, <laughs> he was living foul in here. Like it was, this place is dirty. And, you know, so I, you know, that's kind of morbid, but like, nah, I always B, I try to make sure my place is clean uh, before. I, so it's like one of those kind of, not necessarily superstitious, but it's a uh, it's just one of those routine things that I have to do. I have to make sure my place is clean. So that's really the only thing for me. But when I say clean, I mean clean like I, you know, kitchen clean, bathroom clean, bedrooms clean, uh, floor swept. I even, you know, washing all my clothes and have my yep. clothes. If, if they were clothes in the dryer, I have to fold them up. They have to be placed up. So that's really the one thing that I have to do. And I, I want to think about that because I've been packing and then packing. I was like, I wonder if I'm the only one who like does this. I'm the only one who uh -huh. makes sure that the house is clean before I leave. So, so you, just let me ask you, this. you just mentioned before. Right. Let me just get to this. When do you start packing? You know, it's it's always better for me if I start packing about two or three days before yeah. because that way you won't forget. Uh, I'm not forgetting things yep. the the little things like the yep. phone chargers and the you know the the toothbrush and the clippers for your hair and all that you know the little things but I started packing today mm -hmm. uh, which is kind of late since I'm leaving tomorrow but the the it's better for me if I can if I can pack gradually over the course of like two or three days and right. I've just been really busy so I haven't done it that way but that's the best way for me to do it but let me ask you this what is your comfort what's your level of comfortability right now with traveling because I haven't traveled since April so it's been a couple of months and for those people who don't know me I used to travel probably at least once every two or three months I would go somewhere so it's kind of getting me back in the groove of traveling a little bit, but I'm still kind of uneasy about it. You know, I was pulling out the N95 masks and making sure I have those for the plane and all of that kind of stuff. But I know you've traveled quite a bit. You've quite been all bit. over the place between Miami and New York and Kansas City. So what's your level of, uh, of comfortability in terms of traveling? Because I'm still not 100%. I'm still kind of uneasy. You know what, Brian? Even before the pandemic, I'm not a stressful person. I don't think that I have a lot of anxiety, but 
going traveling going through the traveling process i do get a little anxiety just because there's no way to avoid a crowd at the airport and for anybody that knows me b i despise lines and crowds so usually i can go earlier or go later but with the airport there's going to be people there even i even try to take 7 a.m flights and the airport isn't as crowded as it is in the afternoon or the evening but it's still crowded so i always get a little bit of anxiety just from the traveling experience i've done everything to make my traveling experience easy i have global entry I have clear. So when I come to the airport, I just get ushered in. If anybody doesn't have clear, you need to get it because it's a lifesaver. What does clear do? I was going to ask you about that. What does clear do? Clear is a company where they make it very easy and efficient to go through lines, right? So you have to apply for it. And usually you apply for it at the airport. Delta has clear, not every airline, every terminal has clear, but I fly Delta. So they have clear, but clear is where they've taken my eye scan or, and my, my fingerprint. So now when I come up to the line, I go to clear and I just have to give them an eye scan because they have all my information so I can just get ushered through. And usually the clear agent will take me to the last like TSA agent, you know, where they're checking your passport or whatever. And they say he's with clear and I just skip the line and go right through. See, how is that different from TSA pre-check? Because I have TSA pre-check. TSA pre-check is good, but now everybody has it, B. So there's a lot of people now that have TSA pre-check. Clear, not so many people have caught on to clear. So it's one of those ways where you can skip it if the TSA... If the TSA line is long, I'd go right to clear. I always go through clear. But it's just... See, I've never ever ever seen the TSA pre-check line long the mm. one thing that I did not do that I should have done was I should have got global entry because TSA pre-check only works for inside the contiguous yeah. United States yeah um well no not necessarily contiguous because it works for Hawaii as well but uh it only works within the country mm -hmm. TSA mm -hmm. pre-check but say I'm coming from London or Paris or something like that those lines getting back mm -hmm. into the country yep when you have to go through customs are horrendous yep especially when you have an entire group of you know several two three different flights coming from other countries so i should have got the global entry that's the one thing that i didn't do uh i've seen signs for the clear uh didn't know exactly what it was but traveling domestically i have never had a problem waiting in line uh for tsa pre-check ever um for, for the but, people listening b all you have to do is get global entry because if you have global entry you have tsa tsa pre-check pre exactly exactly yeah and i don't know why i don't know what happened to where i just ended up getting the tsa pre-check and i didn't get the global entry um maybe they didn't ask me about it when i went but i think my tsa pre-check expires in uh 2022 so when i renew it i'll just go ahead and and get the global entry so yeah, um that way you be covered on both and also clear is also offered like if say for instance you went to a bears game if there's a clear 
cavalier you know setup at the bears game you just go if you're a member you can skip all the craziness of trying to get into the stadium and go through clear because it's usually it's it's not crowded at all man so um i back to your question kind of went off on a tangent about my anxiety well, how much traveling. does the clear cost how much and i think it's 150 cost? for the year Oh, so it's only once a because the yeah. TSA pre-check was like eighty-five dollars for like five years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think it. So um, that clears is kind of expensive. It's kind of expensive, but if you're doing a lot of traveling, and especially if you're on Delta, I, I, it's worth it to me, B, because there's times where there's this line and there's a long TSA pre-check line. And I go right up to clear and there's usually just agents talking to one another because that's how much it's not used by people that as soon as I come up, they ask me if I'm a clear member and I'm like, yep. And they take me right to the kiosk. They tell me to do the eye scan. And then from there, from there, I'm getting right uh, ushered right to the TSA uh, gentleman or lady. Okay. So well, let me ask you to, this. to answer your question. I don't have any um, issues with traveling because of, you know, the whole COVID situation. I just uh, because I was doing a lot of traveling during the pandemic. Um, but I do. I am kind of nervous of the people going crazy on the airplane as far as like not wanting to wear the mask, because I think that you've seen the videos of people getting duct taped to the to the chair because they don't want to put on a mask so you know only thing is i can hope and pray that i don't have one of those unruly passengers on my flight right right well you know there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news to uh this week and one of those things is just it's been hurricane ida and we've seen uh the state of louisiana uh and especially the city of new orleans um it's like it seems like they can't catch a break you know yeah. they've been new really orleans. battered yeah uh prayers to everyone uh who has family and friends and uh and to all the people who are uh living in new orleans uh so it's one new orleans is is one of those coastal cities it's right off the gulf and you having just relocated to miami you know especially during hurricane season uh i i, I get me going to and the reason i'm asking this is because i'm going to miami and i i've been watching the news and seeing how hurricane ida is just kind of ravaging and it's even moving up as far as headed to new york city now so I always kind of look at the things like that and I'm like, man, I would never want to live, you know, um, you know, in, in a city that got hurricanes because, you know, you just never know. And, you know, I'm traveling to Miami. I'm praying that the weather's going to be safe. So having just relocated there to Miami, how do you feel about living in a city where, you know, this could be a possibility for you living in, in Chicago? I pretty much only have to worry about tornadoes and thunderstorms. Um, we don't really get many earthquakes, although earthquakes do happen in Illinois. There hasn't been an earthquake here that has caused really any damage in a long, long, long time. Uh, so we really only have to worry about tornadoes. But now you have another element living uh, near Miami and it is hurricane season. So did it give you any pause moving to a city where hurricanes 
are a possibility or how do you feel about the whole hurricane thing because i don't do hurricanes russ like i'm i'm on my way to miami and, and, and believe me i'll tell you if they tell me that a hurricane is coming before <laughs> before my flight leaves i will be on the next flight going back because quick story I went to Puerto Rico uh, a couple of years ago. I want to say about three years ago. I think it was when Hurricane Maria. It was when they had a couple of waves of hurricanes. Mm -hmm. I got to Puerto Rico on Wednesday. And I got there. I went out that night. And we were all at the club. And everybody was like, hey, it's a hurricane coming. And I was like, when? And they were like, it's supposed to be here on Tuesday. Because, you know, hurricanes, you get about five days notice because they're very slow moving storms. So, right. you know, they and the meteorologists are so, you know, high tech and they're so good nowadays that they can tell you days out. So I get there on Wednesday. They're like a hurricane's coming. And I'm like, when? They're like, it's going to be here Tuesday. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm leaving on Sunday. Right. So I was cool. Right. But if they had told me that hurricane was going to be there on Friday. <laughs> you was out. <laughs> I would have went I would have went right back to my hotel <laughs> packed all my bags paid whatever I needed to do for a flight and I would have been back home yeah so how do you feel about hurricanes I tell you this first I didn't know hurricane season lasted as long as it does um, it's hurricane. from like June to October, isn't it? Yeah, it's like from like June to October. So when I first yeah. moved down here, I got a pamphlet in the mail, you know, and it's talking about your ready kit for hurricanes. And that was kind of like, oh, well, what? You know, this thing is real right. down here. But you know what right. I found, B? I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. You mentioned it. I mean, we were always getting tornado warnings. I mean, I'm in the heart of Tornado Valley coming up in Kansas City, Missouri. And I remember as a kid, like when we got a warning, I wanted to see a tornado. I didn't want my house to des destroy it or my neighbor's home destroyed or my city, but I wanted to be up and look at a tornado off in the distance because I've always been intrigued by weather. That never happened. And in Kansas City, I always thought it was just Kansas City that dramatizes the weather. They're like, oh, you got to go. You got to get out. You got to take cover. It's going to hit. And then nothing happens. So I feel like living in New York City, they do the same thing with the with the weather. And down here, they they do the same thing with the weather. There was maybe like two or three weeks ago that they said the weekend was going to be a complete washout. It was going to rain every day. And we're going to have a little bit of like tropical storm situation. Man, nothing happened. Because the thing with those hurricanes, they're crazy out in the ocean. But usually by the time they hit land, they kind of die out and turn, you know, into a tropical storm. So living in New York during, oh man, I can't remember what, what, what hurricane. It was Tropical Sandy, right? Yo, that beat up Southern Manhattan. Southern Manhattan, anything under 34th Street, it was a blackout. So, you know, a New York can get a hurricane. Miami can get a hurricane. But I don't really let that dictate where I live. Because you got to remember, I lived in New York City for 17 years, B, and still currently have an apartment there. What's New York known for? Terrorist attacks. 
So, you know, there's nowhere you can really go, in my opinion, that you can just be totally safe because I did think about terrorist attacks. Like that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to be in a crowded area in the park or a crowded place inside because after 9-11, I mean, New York City was the city where if you're going to attack the United States, you're coming to New York City. True. True. Uh, well, like I said, thoughts and prayers to everyone um, who is currently dealing with Hurricane Ida. And uh, let's just hope that uh, we do know there is a hurricane season, but let's just hope that this is a very peaceful and calm and mild hurricane season uh, going forward. I think that it was very uh, interesting be that it's 16 years to the date that uh hurricane katrina came through that's crazy yeah yeah that i was reading something like that they were saying that hurricane idol uh they were speculating that hurricane idol would hit new orleans on the exact same day as katrina uh obviously i i feel like it hit before that so it wasn't like the day of but um yeah yeah so uh again i can't say it enough thoughts and prayers to everyone uh in uh in who's affected by hurricane ida in louisiana and just wherever uh because it's still moving but uh just want to say safe travels to you russ i know you are headed back to new york city i'll be going to miami for a little bit of r&r little rest and relaxation so i'm excited um so hopefully we both have great trips but um definitely want to get this podcast in before we go so i'm glad we were able to do this so for the people who want to uh support the show you know i always got to ask you man what do they need to do to support the show Tell a friend and subscribe. Kind of switched it up a little bit. You know, it was kind of like dun, dun, dun. But yeah, tell a friend and subscribe. And I'm going to give a shout out to my client, Debbie Steer, who uh, listens to us faithfully. And she really had some positive things to say about our show with Brother Muhammad. So shout out to Debbie. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a supportive fan of the show absolutely shout out to debbie thank you for listening we appreciate it uh and for anyone who wants to call into the show uh you can uh either reach out to us personally or you can always hit us via email and just send us a voice note uh the email address is from nyc to the shy at gmail.com that's f-r-o-m-n-y-c-t-o-t-h-e-c-h-i at gmail.com uh we love your comments your questions we just really enjoy hearing from you guys so thank you so much for uh reaching out and like i said even when we have shows where we don't have a guest when we have you guys call in it's like you're being a guest on our show and it definitely adds another dimension to the show so we haven't had a phone call in a while so hopefully we can get some guys to call in um and uh we just really appreciate you guys so uh like rustin said tell a friend subscribe uh also if you go to the the show give us a five-star rating you know give us a five-star rating 
and uh, text somebody. Let somebody know about the show. Let them know that from NYC to the shy is a great podcast that you enjoy. And, uh, you know, just uh, share the love. So once again, we thank you guys for joining us. This has been the From New York to the Shy podcast. Everybody have an amazing week. As we always say, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings, everybody. Brother, fresh off quarantine. Polish up the whip and I hit the scene. Wrist is shining, perfect timing. And the J's is clean. The city open now. So what a brother gonna do now? Enjoy this summer in the city. I'm finna show you how. It's been so long since I've been stuck in the crib. And I'm so tired of being alone up in this home where I live. All my parent friends exhausted. Man, thank God I ain't got kids. Cause they crying out for freedom like they do in the it's over now. See me cruising in a rover now. Got the power like Jehovah now. The lakefront popping, what they gon' do now? I'm about to kick it at this concert. I got tickets and I might socially distance with my face wrapped like it's Christmas. Oh girl, it's been so long since I laid eyes on you. So much is going on. It's like the world is new. Ain't nothing on my mind but spending time with you and ooh, I like it. Oh girl, it's been so long since I laid eyes on you So much is going on, it's like the world is new Ain't nothing on my mind but spending time with you And ooh, I like it Now it's late at night, hop on Lake Shore, then we make a right Well, it's great tonight, let's hit the West Loop for a drink Maybe two or three, got a little tipsy, now you own me perfect night, the perfect time, in a world full of change, I still got my dime, and I could complain, but that's just a waste of time, even when it rain, we still find a way to shine, so when the chakras start to shock ya, I still got ya, about to treat you to this special, a red lobster, surreal to me, like Holmes crying tears when he beat Ali, unexpectedly, I took a look at you and saw the God in me. And I know it ain't perfect, but I want to see you In these crazy times, I think you'll find We gotta do what we do, but you look amazing And all I can say is, ooh, I like it Oh girl, it's been so long since I laid eyes on you So much is going on, it's like the world is new Ain't nothing on my mind, but spending time with you And ooh, I like it been so long since I laid eyes on you. So much is going on. It's like the world is new. Ain't nothing on my mind but spending time with you. And ooh, I like it. Let's take a stroll to the park and have you home before it starts. Show you things that you've been trying